Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Nerd On Update, the weekly show where we talk about all the nerdy news that we're really excited about. And then the second half of the show is where we answer questions from you guys, the people. The people! The people! And in this show, we don't introduce ourselves. If you want to check out who we are and what voices go with who, go listen to Nerd on the Podcast. But we're going to start off with the news, and I pick Ali to go first. Go. <laughs> I'll give them a hint. I'm Caitlin, and then they can use that you know, to, do, <laughs> to do the rest of the news. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't have a ton of news, but I, but I do want to uh, announce that uh, we are going to be, um, myself, I'm going to be playing through Destiny 2 Beyond Light, of course, when it comes out November Ooh. 10th. However, I'm going to be doing it a little differently. I'm actually going to be creating a whole new account. Oh. And starting from scratch. Um, oh, my God. And we're going to cut that up, put it on YouTube. If you uh, are interested in that, um, look forward to it. Yeah. YouTube.com slash TV. Slash TV. We have a lot of Destiny coverage as well. Um, it's almost like we have a Destiny fan among our ranks. Almost. I wonder who it is. Almost. Almost. Maybe. Who could it almost. possibly be that wants to start a brand new account after... Having completely yeah, maxed out Yeah, I was watching somebody play multiple. Destiny. Yeah, I was watching somebody <laughs> play Destiny one like from scratch, and I was like, I miss like getting a gun that's like kind of better, but still kind of crappy. Uh, but it gets you know like playing around with what you got until you get good enough, and I, I miss that journey in the game, and I don't want to just I immediately miss being be bad well, at Ollie, Destiny. I texted you three days ago <gasps> you because did. I started playing Destiny two <gasps> uh, because of. His videos he's been making. Oh, uh, thank you. And uh, so I was inspired to download it on both my PC and Xbox. So I'm at that level where, like, I am getting things that are like slightly better, but I'm realizing other people are coming through and just destroying what I'm struggling fighting. So I'm like, oh, there is, I can There's go up from here. here. Those green. Yeah. So drops. I'm experiencing that Woo. that exact feeling, and it is good. Oh, yeah. But other people wear the shiny things, and you're like, I want the shiny things. I want the shine. Although I will say, I somehow have some like, uh, maybe it's just from having the game from launch or whatever. I have some cool like customizable like uh, I can customize legendary armor. I guess. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You probably got um, some, some some skins bonuses. and stuff. So yeah. it's cool. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Oh, you little nerds. Yeah. Once I once I get to finally create my character, because that's kind of the point is that there's a new custom like a new character creator experience mm-hmm. new. Mm new player experience so i want to go through all that and you know chronicle it for everybody um so yeah once i make my character then we can we can can get you some good gear yeah be great nice 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 (laughs) next news josh go ahead Uh, i guess i'll I'll go uh thomas uh (laughs) covering part of my news so i'll go to the next thing um this past week uh i don't know if anybody here or out there are fans of oingo boingo um, or a yeah, person by the Oingo name Yeah, what is Oingo Boingo of, for those? Uh, Oingo Boingo was a band who the front man was Danny Elfman. Uh, they were kind of a, an 80s uh, new wave-ish. Uh, some put kind of satire ska. a little bit? Yeah, yeah, a little bit satire. Um, they gave us songs like the Weird Science theme song, uh, Dead Man's Party, Little Girls, Only a Lad. Um, but, Dead uh, Man's Party is a phenomenal song, and little girls will get stuck in your head, and it's terrible to sing out loud yeah, in public. Yeah, terrible. Oh. Um, but Oingo Boingo broke up in 1995, and mm. uh, the world was surprised to get a song released by Danny Elfman this week. 
his first solo piece in 36 years and his first non-music score music uh, since uh, 1995. Um, wow. It was intended to be debuted at Coachella 2020, but, <gasps> well, <laughs> you know, um, but the music the video, video is Nightmare Fuel. Um, <laughs> the video is wild. The Yeah, the video is incredibly wild. And the song, like, it starts out one way <laughs> and then it goes yeah. to a different way. And the way that I thought about it was the last part, like the last like half of the song is like Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire on a mm-hmm. drug-infused fever dream. Like it's oh. just like, yeah. wow, it's that insanity. He's just he's it's like if listing. you were listening to Billy Joel and then you taste your drink, like did someone put acid in my drink? Yeah. Oh, oh my no. god! <laughs> um, we didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> he's listing things like Snapchat, Netflix, and mm. there's there may be uh, phrases like puppy effer and mother effer. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's uh, so it's, put it on for your kids at night. Yeah, and your yeah. neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to that. Broaden and then your go horizons to Nightmare Before with Christmas. <laughs> Um, no, I'm excited. Uh, Danny Elfman, uh, I just, yes, I love his score music, but I've always loved his like kind of pop rock music. And I just, he has such a, I love his voice. I love Danny Elfman's voice. Um, so it was cool to, to get that again, even though it was a psychedelic. Because he's uh, the singing voice of Jack Skellington. I was going to say, I feel like I just saw your eyes look Mm. at your Jack Skellington poster. Yeah, huh? I looked and at the, the tattoo the, on my butt. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. We probably said this on our episode of it, so go check that out. But the acting voice of Jack Skellington is Prince Humperdinck from Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. That's who does oh. the the speaking voice. Uh, Whoa! So fun okay. fun fact, I guess. Kaylin, you go next. All right, there's some there's some stuff going down in the anime mm. world. So oh, yes. uh, Nikkei it Asia stuff going down. Uh, on October 30th, posted about Sony entering into final negotiations to acquire Crunchyroll for $957 no! million. Um, I'm sorry, you forgot on my side. What was that? Wait, can you say that number $957 million. Okay. 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 It cut out on the first <laughs> syllable of that, I I so I was like, as well. did she say billion? I'm like, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, basically... People are, yeah. It's a it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Still, it's a lot it's, of money. It's, it's a huge. billion. It just is a, basically a billion. If you were to round up, it's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's huge. Just to talk about because we had Miles from Crunchyroll talk about and like it's not like oh okay it's just acquisition of another company but like the what what does Crunchyroll and anime companies do like for the states literally go and like talk to Japanese studios and mm. figure out which like anime is going to play best in the States or in other places that they have service for. So it's like, you're grabbing like this huge R and D team as well. Right. So it's like, yeah, well, it's worth, it's so worth, it's they, and, they own both and, Funimation and will own Crunchyroll. Right. So, so back in 2017, um, they acquired Funimation. So, and, and let me look up the specific word if that was, uh, to acquire, yeah. So they're going to acquire, they already acquired Funimation. They're going to acquire Crunchyroll. They will <coughs> basically own anime <coughs> in America. Hmm. Like, this will put, like, Disney, That there's been the streaming wars, right? Everyone knows about the streaming wars. Streaming mm-hmm. wars are happening. So we've got Netflix. We've got Hulu. We've got Disney+. Plus. Sony is going to wreck 
the U.S. with anime. Yeah. <laughs> like, that they will, this will be how they their entry Hopefully. point into the streaming oh, yeah. wars. I, yeah. I, I mean, if they... The nice thing about having competition, which they're kind of eliminating, is uh, competition breeds creativity. Right. And that's why we have streaming wars. And we have things like mm-hmm. Disney Plus that are offering high quality, or HBO Max that are offering such high quality content. But when you have someone who owns all of everything, they have no desire to release anything more than they need to. So right. goodbye. What we talked about earlier in the green screen room is that Caitlin was talking about how Netflix, or Corey brought up how Netflix was doing really well with anime. So like these will be the two main titans. And just give everyone a heads up who's not really into anime. Like anime in the States was like a drug. And I mean like oh, yeah. legit, like you had well, to, very you had to hard traffic to it in. <laughs> Like you couldn't find someone. Oh, in that you sense, had, you had to find someone who had <laughs> anime. No, it is to a give drug it to in that like yeah, you can sense. get addicted to watching it like, for sure. The, yes. like, but also it was hard to acquire. Like I understand like, now. I'll again, Miles yes. Miles from Crunchyroll being like a big you know source for us was like he was saying like the biggest community community of anime was because of the access of community uh, of access of anime, and you didn't have access to it back in the day in the states, and so Crunchyroll created a a a a pipeline. Um, and so if Sony then controls the pipeline, mm-hmm. then that, that's the question. Where Netflix is like, all right, everything is from, I forget, Powerhouse or something like that, Madhouse maybe. There's just like, that's all we're doing is all those studio stuff, which are all Texas-based. <laughs> um, so it's it's very interesting to see like where your sources of anime entertainment is coming from. Yeah. And well, I mean – Netflix is actively making strides to make its own original content. I mm-hmm. think they said they're going to make seven, like, animated features a year now. Something like that. Wow. Um, don't quote me on that. I just vaguely recall reading that in the past. But, you know, they're actively trying to make it where they're making their own content. Um, which is what they've been known to do in the past. So maybe that's going to go really well for them. Maybe Sony having that, you know... <laughs> Eating Crunchyroll is gonna like let them do much more direct line from Japan that people are because there is a lot of like nope. contention between like sub and dub. I want it to be from Japan, not from the U.S. With anime, why can't people just enjoy the things they enjoy? That's uh, a I'll great question, this. Corey. I'll, I'll say. say this: My one hope is that like you know, so uh, Crunchyroll is technically part of the uh, Warner Media family. And so, if it leaves, if it if it leaves, then I hope that Warner and Sony can somehow play nice to each other and still some have some kind of tsunami experience. Because mm. I think tsunami, and I speak for like a lot of uh, like American audiences, like that's where we got anime. Was oh yeah. Tsunami. And oh, so, yeah. like, if there is some kind of play 100%. where it's like, hey, we'll give you some Cartoon Network stuff, and then you give us some of the anime stuff, we can have like this, you know, tsunami. One big happy family. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of how it is right now, where like. Warner as well as like I think NBC is still licensing stuff to certain streamers so it's like the stream wars are going on but doesn't mean that all the properties have to be in one household unless you want to not play friendly right mm. uh, is that it? anyway yeah that's it that's it from my end nothing else uh, nothing else yet to report uh, how about how about Corey, Corey or you and me which one which one you go Corey uh, I don't, I, I'll roll the dice here we go Okay. Uh, you. D20. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so you were going to be one through three, and I was four through six. And it was I was going to say, you. that's like more than, okay. <laughs> yeah, 50-50. There's more than two fun. options there, but all right. Um, so, so you're doing magic. You're like, am I going to attack you or you? I'm going to roll a dice. You're one through three. You're four through six. Uh, 
Um, so my, my my news uh, starts a little bit. I have two things really. The the first part is uh, a little bit uh, more. Um, uh, let's remember a a legend, an icon. Uh, recently, yes. this past uh, mm-hmm. week, at the time of this recording, um, there was a big press release announcement that um, uh, Sean Connery had passed away um, at the age of ninety, and um, a, a huge outpouring of support and love. Um, I don't think the like exact specifications and whereabouts about what happened were were made public, but it was his more son just, said he hasn't been well for some time. Exactly, so it was just like you know this was his time, and ninety for some people is a very very long time. And ninety and like passing away natural mm-hmm. causes at your house in the Bahamas. I was just not, gonna say not bad. too bad. Yeah. Life yeah. goals, um, life goals, <laughs> and uh, uh, also was the first uh, offer for Gandalf. So mm-hmm. whoa. Turned it down because he didn't understand the script, which is fine. That's fine. Where there, there's a really cool. There's have. a lot of cool things. Um, I mean, I think a lot of people are going to say the most iconic thing was you know creating League of the, Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes, and uh, James Bond. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, yes, yeah, yeah, League that. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. There is the Untouchables. There is. Um, I only say that because he said that ruined his career. <laughs> oh, it forced him uh, into that, retirement. He was like, "I'm done with this shit." There wow. is Highlander. There, um, there's Indiana Jones. Um, and so there, time there's bandits. Lo- anyone? There's time bandits. I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess. I guess. Um, but no, it's uh, It was. It's. It's one of those celebrity um, passings that it. it causes me to stop because I have very I have a lot of fond memories that my stepdad was way into Bond and mm-hmm. so thus I became way into Bond and so I have fond memories of watching and re-watching specifically the Connery Bond movies like just very yeah, the fond same memories. thing but my dad was a was a Roger Moore guy oh nice my my dad's a uh, a Sean Connery guy. But I do want to read one thing, uh, particularly from the James Bond Twitter account, because this is from Daniel Craig, uh, who's currently playing his last installment of the da- of the James Bond thing, which sadly, because of, you know, <laughs> 2020, um, mm. will not be seeing until next year. But this is a statement from Daniel Craig. It is with such sadness that I heard the passing of one of the true greats of cinema. Sir Sean Connery will be remembered as Bond and so much more. He defined an era and a style. The wit and charm he portrayed on screen could be measured in megawatts. He helped create the modern blockbuster. He will continue to influence actors and filmmakers alike for years to come. My thoughts are with his family and loved ones. Wherever he is, I hope there's a golf course. God bless you, Caitlin, for fucking I'm up sorry. that thing. <laughs> Josh, mute that <laughs> shit. No. Um, I want to give a shout out to two movies. Uh, one that means a lot to me, and I believe one that means a lot to Tom. The first one that means a lot to me, but like everyone, is Last Crusade, obviously. Indiana Jones' Last Crusade. is a fin- It's like arguably the best in the, in the trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dragonheart. 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 Because he played the dragon in Dragonheart. Uh, and to have a Scottish dragon is just the coolest thing in the world. Mm. Um, I want Sean there, Connery you, to narrate my life. I'd be okay with that. Uh, if, if anyone wants to go check out some really wonderful positive vibes, then you check out the hashtag for Sean Connery and all that stuff. And there's a really, there's a lot of cool stories that you hear about people like the people who, the showrunners for billionaires or billions like showed like how you know this Bahamas thing, but like Sean Connery really worked with them to rate the scripts and stuff like that, and you know really kind of like try to have partnerships with the filmmakers and storytellers. And when the studio would hire some hack directors, like that's that was all too apparent. So it's those kind of things. But um, the second part of my news is going to be uh, tomorrow. 
I believe it's tomorrow. Tomorrow comes out the season two uh, companion series of tomorrow the Mandalorian. from today or tomorrow from when this comes out. Yes, exactly. From when this came out. So when you're okay. listening to this, when I say tomorrow, I Wednesday. mean tomorrow. Uh, the Mandalorian season so two episode, uh, season two show Mandalorian will be uh, hitting your uh, podcast feed uh, featuring us, the lovely people of Nerd On, uh, and we're going to be talking about. Uh, the Mandalorian show, uh, taking deep dives, giving our takes and uh, any information we had from the expanded lore. Um, so check out mm-hmm. that, and it'll be running every week uh, as long as the Mandalorian show goes on. Yeah, I thought all you were going to do that shit, since you have nothing written down in our actual notes. So never mind, Corey, your turn. Um, I have some cyberpunk adjacent. News. Oh yeah, crying. I'm crying. Um, so obviously, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed again until December. Uh, December 10th, I believe, is the exact date. Um, but that's not my news. My news is that this move has actually caused other studios to delay their games to not compete with Cyberpunk 2077. So the first one that delayed is uh, Grinding Gear Games, which is the uh, their big game is Path to Exile. Oh, um, shit. They had a huge end-of-game patch coming out December 11th. That they have now delayed until January of 2021 uh, as to not force what their quote was to not force their players to choose between games. I'm sorry. Wow. Um, They are uh, releasing a small content update to keep long awaiting players very happy and content until that. And as an apology, however, it will be delayed until an unknown date in January of 2021. Uh, Now, uh, another studio, Rockfish Games, has hopped on the bandwagon of delaying their content. They have delayed a mid-December early access release of a game called Everspace 2. They have also delayed that until January of 2021. Wow. Uh, They will instead send out pre-release keys to their Kickstarter folks who are eligible that will have a closed beta access that starts uh, on November 2nd. So they'll be able to play the first couple hours of the game, uh, but not until January will the early access version come out. Mm. So there's a little bit of a domino effect and kind of an interesting uh, pulse on the the power of Cyberpunk 2077 and the pull that that's yeah. going to have, that it's forcing other studios to go, fuck that. Uh, we're yeah, going to wait. I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm kind of happy that it's getting delayed because it was going to come sure. out days after Destiny 2. So it, Yeah, it no, it was. To, it was going to come out. A lot of streamers were not looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, so the, the, the couple of games that people have said that are going to benefit the most from this move is Destiny and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which both come out yeah. on the same day. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And arguably, since Valhalla is a full game as opposed to a an update, that kind of took the, the lead in votes of which game benefits the most from this. So now Valhalla yeah. is going to have a full month of not competing with Cyberpunk. Wow. Uh, which is which has made a lot of fans happy at the same time. Yeah. So Destiny uh, 2. That's, that's it for my news. thought it was really yeah. interesting that the studios have uh, reacted in such a way. Yeah, it has a lot um, of players, but uh, as far as like streaming and what you want people to be watching and like Twitch is basically like free advertisement. So yeah. mm-hmm. um, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> Good move on those studios. Um, yeah. Yeah. Quote from Ali. Good Lord. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. Back in box. Um, Path of Exile players. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. I have a sorry, lot of Path of Exile friends. and yeah, we, we all got delays. My- they just got bumped, baby. As a as a uh, hotly anticipated game for me, both uh, Destiny Two and Cyberpunk have had delays, so I'm right there with you. Um, um, yeah. Maybe so next part of the show, show, really, really quick. Like a lot of the delays are um, 
due to trying to figure out physical distribution, correct? Is that what I've... Uh, That's what they've said. A lot of people have assumed that it's actually the port to Xbox One X and PlayStation 4. That's what they said on their press release. Was actually for the new consoles. Because they were already... People are... are, There's a little leaky leak that's saying that it's actually for the old... They're having issues on the old consoles now. Their their press release said it was for the new consoles. It was was too... Their quote was... How you can ask how does a game go platinum and then also still have delays? Mm-hmm. And it's like because we're trying to also port it to the new consoles. That's yeah. literally they said somewhere along the way it became a next gen game and yeah. like it complicated things. Yeah, that makes so, sense. But if and it's they want it to look good. For that, that was the thing. It's like well now it kind of has to look amazing, right? Mm-hmm. So they, I think they're giving that the push for next gen as well, doing another polish. Got Good it. Lord. Got it. Okay, the next part of our show is like Caitlin said. When we answer questions from you, the people, and you can submit your questions to our internet email address, that is questions at nerdon.tv, or you can go to our handy little form, that is nerdon.tv backslash questions. Uh, You can also uh, join the Nerdon Nation, in which you can get what we call the Nerdon Nudge, uh, in which your questions are thrown to the front of the line. And uh, do head over to our Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord. There are channels within that server that you can submit questions to as well. And you can ask questions about anything. And today's questions are very (laughs) food-related. So um, uh, (laughs) Brad asks, you're trapped in a survival situation with nothing but your co-hosts and have decided to resort to cannibalism. Since the clear choice is Tom... How do you best prepare him as a meal? Is that what that said? Yep. He uh, said Josh at first and then, got, and then got struck out. I would call Tom's mom and ask her <laughs> for the recipe. To <laughs> Tom Pillow. Yeah. No, I mean, that's my answer. We. I mean, how long? I mean, is that something that can be saved for a while? Like, because we. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now. Tom gave me enough to last me. I think he said over a week, but I ate it in two days. So. Well, so if you we eat can't make that, that because then, Corey yeah. would eat our entire supply within two days. So it'd probably be more like jerky. Well, this also, is just yeah. for my section of Tom. Oh, oh I see. Oh. I was just going to say. Oh, we like, each get a section? That's a whole different thing. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we each, you know. I'm reading you know. ahead and and I'm going to go ahead. I'll take the responsibility for making Tom's tenders. So I'll take the <laughs> I'll take the breast tenderloins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And uh, breaded and fried, maybe? Bread and fried. Well, that um, will lead into the next question. Tom looked like well, he was like on. clutching the girls for a moment when Ali said that, just so y'all know. I, I, hold what? on, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this real quick. Just to, just to, I'm I'm being eaten alive, so I'm not gonna say. But you know, you could take pieces of me while I'm alive. You know, I'm just saying. Oh, uh, I don't know if How anyone's ever saw the, the platform. Would you prefer it that way? How much do I need I'm to alive. make the dish, Tom? Uh, okay. you could just take a foot. Okay, I'll take, I'll a, take foot, a foot and, and then fine. I'll call Tom's mom. But that, you're that like, being said, also I wouldn't stew human. I feel like there's just something a little bit more wrong with stewing human. I think also remember is being the best kept alive. Way. You'd, you'd be eating yourself because, I mean, like, that's our food. Still nutrition. <laughs> you guys need to watch the platform. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> nah. Caitlin? Uh, uh, no, I, I, I said I'd make jerky. Jerky. That'll oh, okay. last a, that'll Josh, last a long time. Um, I'm, there's some, been some really great ideas. I, I'm thinking either jerky or stew. Like, I, I just, I think the soup would last a little bit longer. Um, make a nice bone broth. But the jerky, probably, Caitlin, that's, that's a really solid idea because it would last the longest. Well, we I don't have any refrigeration, well, I can, so stew's I, not going to last. The nice probably. thing about the pillow is I can pat it with rice. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Like, Corey's dish could be like our special, um, like, like yeah, hey guys, very special. we've had a really Shout terrible month. Mom. Let's celebrate <laughs> with some Tom Polo. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought legit someone's going to try to hog tie me, throw an apple in my mouth, and just rotisserie. Just <laughs> it takes too no, long. No, we're a little more calculated than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Clearly, that's for show. I hate how quickly I answer the locals. I hate that I answered it in a way like, well, I've thought about this. I would. Um, <laughs> I love that anyway. you also said that you hated it while kind of laughing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Well, I it's said still that. my answer. <laughs> it's still my answer. <laughs> Can't change the truth. It. It's true. That's true. Well, now that leads the to the next question that comes from Spencer. They ask, "Well, what is your favorite seasoning for tom tenders?" I would call Tom's mom and ask her what <laughs> <laughs> spice mix are in the palo so that I can eat it forever. I, um, uh, there's this really good like dry spice that I get from this uh, place called DX Lab. It's a really good Chinese food place. Um, I don't know what it is, like a savory salt or something. It's like orange colored. Oh, is not all savory? I, th- I think they serve it with like the, the little fried pork things. I don't know what they're for. But I mean, Tom's tenders, they, would, are, we, are they battered and fried? Like My tenders? Or are we talking fried. about like grilled chicken pieces? We like, got a nice like a beer uh, batter? Oh. We got a nice, you know what? Oh, yeah, let's go with the beer be batter. I was going to say tempura. Oh, panko flake. You're gonna use some pankos on me? Pankos. No, but we're going tempura. Beer. Okay, yeah, tempura. Yeah, but pankos. Well, what I you was saying, I responded to this on the Discord. Everyone listening, and I said, "I'm so salty and spicy on the inside. You never uh-huh. need to season me." <laughs> I feel like there's some sort That's of why like I'm putting you in the pot because it's just the. <laughs> you know what? No, really we're gonna go with a double one. breaded, you know, dry, dry beer breading. I think about that dish every day, Caitlin. That's the thing. (laughs) I think about it every day since I had it a year and a half ago. Oh. It's consumed me. I've I've actually tried to order at other places and it's just not the same. The same. I need I that's why I'm like, I wouldn't look it up how to make it. I would specifically call Tom's mom because whatever she did was like I've never eaten anything like that before. <laughs> I also love that wow. for this uh, survival s- scenario, we crash landed on a barren island with only like uh, Spices a seasoning cupboard. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah. spice cupboard, somebody spice like pack. A FedEx thing of a spice thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw Castaway. <laughs> I would not save a package to deliver. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Do you know the del- wasn't it was it this is this a real thing like, or was this a was this a myth that the deleted scene he delivers the package and it's like a GPS phone? Oh my god! I, in Castaway, I don't know. Oh I can't remember god. what. It, I can't remember if that's if an actual deleted scene or, what it was or not. Myth. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna look it up. Maybe I, I feel like that was like FedEx being like, "We'll let you do it, but you have to show that we we, <laughs> we <did laughs> come hell or high water, we will deliver that pack." <laughs> yeah. Um, last question. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of related. Yes, comes from comes from Jackie. One that I can actually answer. Do you have a favorite cookbook? If not. Favorite celeb, favorite celeb chef slash food blogger or YouTuber? I got it, baby. Um, so mine is uh my favorite celebrity chef is because of Corey, Gordon Ramsay. Hey. And now, nice. but my favorite YouTube chef slash blogger person is Maddie Matheson. Oh, yeah, that's been the it. case forever. <laughs> Good old Maddie Matheson. He's Wild, crazy. He is like everything I want to be, except physically. Um, and uh, I mean, he's a he's a he's a nice white guy, but um, he's a Canadian. He's a really awesome dude, and I've been watching a bunch of his videos during the quarantine 
while I'm at work and keeping up with Canada, just a dash. Um, uh, uh, I, I forget his other show, uh, homestyle cookery. Uh, he's got another show for, for vice that he did, but it, it's really cool. Like seeing him like here is how I came from. I used to party a lot and then I went to culinary school and then I had a restaurant and this guy taught me and I went to Vietnam and all this stuff. Like he, he makes food for, the layman, you know, he's very, very practical, but he also knows how to just create flavor profiles. Bologna bowl, food. baby. Bologna bowl, but also he made like Bologna a bowl. Krabby Patty that was like a shrimp burger and it's like this kind of stuff. And he, I think I feel he's dirty to become, watching his videos. Oh, his his homemade pizza pockets, dude. Oh, yes. So I think good. he's starting to become like food them. royalty because of who he he's is. connected with and that his own channel is now oh, self-sustaining yeah. and he doesn't have to like work with network shows anymore. Um, like he's connected like with all and of stuff. Well, like he's connected with all the big, that all the big people. So um, I really like him. And plus, like he, if you're feeling down and you want to get some energy in your life, like just watch some of his shit, and you'd be like, okay, I'm alive. You know, like and and Gordon's like the I'm gonna do something fancy tonight. Gordon is always sweating and out of breath, which I love. But he's just like he he speaks like how I type stuff into Google. It's like pan on fry oil. I'm like. Yep, you're yeah. not saying Oil actual in. verbs. You're just saying mm-hmm. things. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's obviously Tom said uh, Gordon Ramsay is one of my favorites of all time. Uh, I absolutely lifted his beef Wellington recipe, and now I make that every Christmas for the fam. Maddie Matheson is another one of my favorites, but binging with Babish for me hits yeah. me in a hits me in a mm-hmm. spot. Uh, being able to make stuff, he has his basics with Babish, which is really nice, but his. His uh, main show where he makes things from TV shows and movies is really fascinating to me. Uh, and I, I enjoy his sense of humor. And it's it's where Matty Matheson, I feel like I want to party. Binging with Babish like calms my anxiety down. And I can just like watch it <laughs> and enjoy yeah. it. Um, I'm um, huge fan of Binging with Babish and, and Gordon Ramsay as well. Um, highly recommend Josh Weissman. He's like a new person I found. Um, really good energy and really good... Uh, videos i don't think he has a cookbook but if there were a cookbook out there that i would want what do you think it would be of destiny cookbooks yeah oh jesus they're uh they're actually just recently released a destiny cookbook and it is actually like really like a destiny cookbook it's real it's real it's full like real recipes is it a full book or do you have to buy a dlc full yeah (laughs) it comes in uh, little pamphlets and you and you collect them together and you make a book after are the materials hard to get or fruitless to find (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I, I can I could go on all day, but it's fine. I uh, yeah, you could. In an empty room or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh the but yeah, it has a really cool recipes like uh spicy ramen. I actually really want to try their spicy ramen recipe, but it has you go through um and make your own like uh basically like the stock. I'm not even gonna try to pronounce it, but this like the stock, it has you make it from scratch and then it has you make, use it in the ramen. It's it's really uh really cool and I really want it. <laughs> um, I really for those of you who heard my phone yelling, I found out that the uh, GPS phone was a Super Bowl parody. Uh, it was a parody commercial, and in the original script, it was actually going to be two salsa verdes. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow! So it was an urban myth, kind of. Um, Mandela effect. But in, in the in the uh, Super Bowl commercial, he goes, "I just want to ask what was inside it," and she's like, "Oh." Just a compass, uh, two-way satellite phones, uh, flares, a couple of waterproof matches. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, so I, I apologize. That ad was on the Google search. Oh page no! Nice. Um, 
I don't have a favorite cookbook. I have ones that I reference often. Like there's a, um, like the, the, um, like it. the whole 30 cookbook has, uh, I like a lot of, uh, the way that they prep their meats and, and stuff like that. Um, the Weight Watchers cookbook. Um, we often pull a lot of our recipes from magazines. Like, hmm. like, uh, every time we're, we go to grocery. Cosmo. Yeah. Cosmo. <laughs> um, Game Informer. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's where we've gotten a lot of our recipes. And I don't have a lot of experience with uh, like food bloggers and chefs in terms of watching them. But mm-hmm. one that I have watched a bunch of with Tom. Naked Chef. Is uh, Maddie oh. Matheson. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice. I just, I, I, his food just, I mean, the lasagna. Guaranteed to get you laid lasagna. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. But and didn't you make us the mac and cheese once? I made his mac and cheese, yeah, and mm. it's just like a brick. <laughs> so it becomes God. like a it becomes like a rice crispy macaroni and cheese. Um, I will also recommend for people just because if you're looking for something to watch food related, Yan Can Cook and Jacques Pepin on KQE or on um, uh, PBS, they have all of their episodes on YouTube for free. Oh, and it's it's just it's just you know old school. I don't know if you ever watched like cooking shows with your parents on Saturday, like Julia Childs and stuff like that. Like Julia that's Childs. the vibes. That's the vibe, and I'm here for it. Uh, Manny Madsen does have a cookbook, but I have not bought any of it, so yeah. not yet. I just but I start I started watching a lot of these videos, and that's what that's why I started like baking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was oh, like, yeah. I can make that. Well, there's also I if you want to see a celebrity chef die it. inside, watch the Jamie Oliver cooks chicken nuggets for kids. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I've seen that where they oh, like yeah. they don't. I don't yeah. watch Jamie Oliver. Like spoil it. it. <laughs> Anymore. Uncle Roger ruined him for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. that's fair. Well, this is a this is another fail because he basically in front of little kids tells them exactly what's in chicken nuggets. Nice. And they're like all disgusted. But then once he fries it, he's like, now who will try this? And the kid's reaction is priceless. Kaylin? <laughs> uh, so I, I also like binging with Babish. Um, I really love the episodes that Sola is on. Mm. Um, she That's was on nice. Bon Appetit before, yeah. and um, it and was she really, left that terrible company. Yeah, yeah because it was is, so is frustrating to watch people who had no idea what they were really doing walk up to Sola and be like, "Hey, how does this actually work?" And then she would explain everything, and they're like, "Ha ha, thanks!" and run off and go do something else. <laughs> um, so uh, it was. I love the episodes with her specifically. Um, I also like uh, Hidamari Cooking, which is like basically ASMR um, channel for just cooking this like a very quiet birds chirping in the background you can hear the butter mm. slicing that kind of thing um i'm trying to think of um i, I mean i've watched a lot of great british bake off with my roommate sarah <laughs> so <laughs> that's like a show so paul hollywood yeah paul hollywood uh red man uh mary berry um uh prue debbie mary berry <laughs> not the same um but yeah i i don't have like one is like the end all be all, but I am watching more binging with Babish lately. Uh, cookbook really nice. wise, I got I got to shout out. Mm. I got to shout out the Legends Cookbook. Mm. I got to shout out uh, Toe Jam and Earl's uh, Funky Fresh Foods from Funkatron. There it they is. Ha- they actually have five days left on their Kickstarter right now, and they're really really close to getting it done. It's mostly a vegetarian book because the ideology is like by the time aliens. this comes out, they have three days left. Huh. Right? By the time this comes out, they have three days left. Yeah, by the time this comes out, they'll have three days left. 
Um, but yeah, so go the, there now. The ideology is that like they're an alien race, they're advanced, so they don't really eat um, a lot of meat. So it's mostly a vegetarian cookbook, which I think is really really cool. Um, mainly because it's like a concept thing and not just a this is a vegetarian cookbook, um, but like it goes with the idea of um, the aliens and whatnot. So that was that was neat. Um, and I'm gonna try out some of those recipes this week because that moldy oh, yeah, bread sure. looks delicious. Um, I forgot to do the cookbook. Huh? Oh, the cookbook. Do cookbook you don't have to have a favorite one. The legends. But I do have one. Oh, my grandma sorry. made me one with all her oh. recipes in it. Oh yeah, and I've been adding like family recipes. That's to that, so, so sweet. And it's cheating. No. It's not <laughs> is it though? <laughs> no, because no. it is a cookbook. I'm just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the truth. Weird that mechanics to make the food. That hits. That hits the mark. <laughs> Then I get to eat all that. I know how to cook all the shit I grew up eating when I was oh, a kid. And I'm like, oh, I'm five. It's cute. <laughs> awesome. It's a good that feeling right now. That has been this week's update. Thank you so much to Brad, Spencer, and Jackie for sending in your questions. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, everybody at home that's listening, do send in your questions. We love answering them. Uh, it's always a good time. Uh, if you are new to NerdOn, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all the information um, about everything that we do. We do a lot, so do check it out. It has all the linky links, all the different uh, podcast shows that we do, the different video content that we do, uh, YouTube, Twitch, all that good stuff. Uh, social media, we are NerdOn TV on everything. Um, share us with your friends, your family. Stop by, rate, and review do consider joining the NerdOn Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. It does help us grow. It helps us uh, be the best that we can be and uh, continue upping our quality in this strange world that we're in. Do more stuff. Do more stuff. We're always trying to figure out how to do more stuff. And we want to make stuff for you. Um, but yeah, that's been it. You know the drill. As always, NerdOn. Nerd